0: just jump into it welcome to three hours later i'm matt i'm alex i'm mike and uh hold on some
1: yeah this doesn't this the, is very faded this now. is weird the what uh do
0: to me? the transmitter is picking up something i didn't think this thing worked uh, it was just a fake Di- dick tracy watch that i picked up hold on let me uh, tune this in
2: <laughs>
0: nope not that one
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: nope oh hey it's sean From WDIM podcast. Hello, hello, Sean, Sean, come in. Hello, Matt, is it is it really you, dude? What are you doing? Two years,
2: Matt. When did you get a full beard?
0: I was born with it. They say that's the legend of Matt. Wow, what
2: am I doing here?
0: What does it matter, Sean? What does it matter? Well, welcome to three hours later, the new podcast. I know you and I are familiar with each other, but these two don't really know who the hell you are.
1: How familiar? Don't care to. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> Outsiders scare me. <laughs> I was just kidding though. I do actually want to know.
2: <laughs> so oh, Sean. Oh, uh, is this where I
0: speak? Th- this is where you yeah. Oh, okay. Let us know what does matter with what doesn't matter.
2: <sighs> you know, nothing nothing matters anymore. Not a not a single thing. I uh, my cat matters. Hey buddy, what's up? A kuka mouseau, yes. Kuka mouseau. I guess the mouseau is the made-up part. That's my buddy. Uh, yeah, not the, honestly, nothing matters except our animal friends. Our animal friends are all that really matters. Uh, people, people suck. I don't like them. I'm so glad to make this transition from entertainment to just working with animals. And hopefully I won't Charles Schultz and then, you know, die the first day after... I retired from the music thing. Did you hear about that guy that died from a cat scratch? Well, you know what happened first was like the cat scratched him. And um, right away, his reaction was that his temperature just like went through the roof. And you could say he had the cat scratch fever.
0: Um, So for listeners, you're actually very familiar with Sean. He does the music for the podcast. The uh, thing you just heard a little while ago. And also probably something you're going to hear a little bit from now.
2: Three hours later. 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 What was Uh, weird is I totally forgot I did that and I was listening to an episode earlier. (laughs) And I was like, holy shit. When did that happen?
0: (laughs) I think you were drunk. You messaged me a lot drunk and like, hey, I did this thing. No, that was during the day. Okay, cool. I'm going to do it better.
2: (laughs) Yeah, well,
0: hi. But, uh, I pre- hi. appreciate it, Sean.
2: And I appreciate you more and more every day. <laughs> and
0: I, I feel like you're getting a new review on what does not matter right as we it's speak.
3: It's happening right now. you. It's uh, submit.
0: That's so uh, weird because it's like,
3: mail.
2: I just met Sean today. He was on my podcast. Five stars. <laughs> yeah, five stars.
0: <laughs> you should get Sean on your podcast. He's a professional guest. He didn't
1: seem bad at
2: all. He comes from real Hollywood bloodline. So, yeah, me and
0: Sean actually are we bonded over really bad movies. Um the room a lot, but I think mainly uh 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 Miami, Miami connection, connection yeah. yeah. And then uh I, I we've mentioned it a few times on this podcast like that is just the perfect bad movie because it's it's fun as well as bad whereas the room is it's kind of it's torture in a way. Like it is good bad
1: well, but room, it's not fun. The room is almost something you watch just to marvel at how bad it is versus miami connection i think is actually entertaining like it's still a terrible movie but it's actually entertaining
2: i think they're both equally as great but for completely different reasons it's almost like i can't compare the two because it would be like comparing like it's like the thing with get out and us everybody was comparing us to get out would you compare et or raiders of the lost ark to schindler's list just because it's the same director you would not so comparing us to get out is the same thing. Like, no, let these things breathe for what they are. So comparing the room and Miami connection for me are like comparing uh, Karate Kid and Cobra Kai season one. They're both fucking awesome, but they're so different.
3: Yeah, well, Good I th- points.
2: I think for me,
1: like for um, oh there we go. Finally got my microphone to work. <laughs> hey guys, I'm in, I'm on podcast too. Uh, for me, who are you? I'm Mike. No, uh, no, you're in the mic. Oh crap. <laughs> Uh, Four mics going on for the room. I have to be in a very specific like mood to watch that. Like it's not something I'm just going to see on TV. I mean, first off, I'm just not going to see it on TV. But I'm not going to walk into a room <laughs> that's on and be like, "Oh, cool, let's watch this trash," unless I'm really drunk. Versus, again, like Miami Connection. There's something about it where if it's on, I I am ex- I'm happy to watch that. Like I enjoy, legitimately enjoy watching that movie
2: because it feels. It fe- it's fun. Uh, obviously it's so it feels damn like fun. the sign of its time because it is the sign of its time, but it's also just. It, I mean, uh, Matt mentioned a couple episodes about how he's really into that whole '80s thing and the outrun thing, and you know why you dig Stranger Things so much. And you were talking yeah. about some comic book that I already forget the name of. Is the Paper Girls? I think that's the one. That's the yeah. one. Yep. That's pretty much where I just left off on that episode. And Miami Connection has that because it's genuinely from there. Yeah, you know, from that yeah. era and it just that that goddamn song friends for it's, eternity well, tea, honesty loyalty. loyalty
1: what's crazy is if i think <laughs> i think if on, in all honesty if you were to tell people it was an actual popular movie from the 80s and wa- make them watch it they'd believe you because yeah. it does feel it feels like everyone's interpretation of movies from the 80s even though it actually isn't like somebody making fun of it. It's somebody who is very genuine. There was a lot of earnest uh, work put into that movie. Thank you, I, I'm
2: going to have to disagree with the earnest work. I think the brilliance of that movie is it, ne- it could never fail because you nobody really even tries. It's just, oh, I show up and do this? No problem. Even well, no, but I feel like is... they were
1: happy to do it. They were like, oh, oh we're yeah. just going to make this trash? Oh, of course. <laughs> like They 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 tried insofar as like they showed up and they. I feel like they knew that they were making a bad movie and just went with it versus The Room... Everyone but one person knew they were making a bad movie, and he thought he was making Citizen Kane. So well, I have he no did. no
3: idea what you guys are talking about because I've never seen the movie. I got it to you. I own can you, it. Give give a quick synopsis for people who don't know the movie. No. Miami Connection. Impossible. Takes, <laughs> oh,
2: Miami Connection. Okay, here it we go. Takes place in Orlando, probably. I think.
0: <laughs>
3: yeah, not
2: Miami. Takes place in Orlando. Well, Miami Connection. That's where the code comes from. Is Miami? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah He's yeah. the connection. Miami. Okay, so really quick, you've got um, you got ninjas. Ninjas that are bikers. Like You've got drugs. You've got a rock and roll band that fights Actually the biker really gangs and the ninjas. The rock and roll band has classics like Friends. And against the ninja! Tai Quang!
3: Tai I have never heard of this it's movie so good. before. And then, uh, it, it's all, so okay.
1: obscure, but what, like, well, once well, you know it exists, you'll see people commenting on it all the time. I gotta like, watch you'll it. you realize how and much it's in- populated, populated. Everyone in
0: the, the band is also an orphan. Oh,
3: God. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's, like you know, it's a prerequisite yeah. to be in the band.
2: Only half of the band is allowed to wear shirts if everybody's in the room at once. A friend! A friend!
3: a friend batman's kids is a good band name i gotta taking that <laughs> um it
0: actually even bled into popular culture recently there's a game called um um hotline miami yeah which has those flavors to it and they released uh like a bundle for it and it's called the hotline miami connection
3: that's funny <sighs> i like that <laughs> that's I still not gonna make
2: now. me play a game but, but i'm still so gonna watch someone. somebody it's, play it
3: yeah
0: yeah it's it's pretty great um uh, so how you doing sean
2: I'm great, great. I'm great. Anyway. Um, uh, a a nine month old cat just got adopted forever home. Fucking Rawr. a. No, that's a great thing. I'm really happy. I'm sad because he and I bonded really fast, but I'm really happy that he's gonna have his forever home. So sweet. That's, that's awesome stuff. Yeah, that's Good what news. I do. And yeah. is it
0: just like cats, or is it just like animals in
2: general? Well, the, the dogs are downstairs. I work upstairs in the cattery. The cats always
0: think they're above us.
2: Well, I've got proof. <laughs>
3: You're not wrong, Matt.
0: And uh...
2: you just hate your cat because your cat hates you. I'm sorry. My, let me my cat doesn't. You hate, hate Stacy's it... cat. No, because... Stacy's cat
3: hates
0: everyone.
2: Mm-hmm. Stacy's cat looked at me and ran away. But it looked my at me first. My cat's putting on the show. Stacy's <laughs> cat him.
0: got so angry that a stranger came over. It, it he lashed out at Stacy's leg because it was well, the that's thing cats here. redirect <laughs> like that. It's funny. Yeah. I think we all have cats. <laughs> this is weird. I mean, speaking I don't have of a cat. which, Stacy has a cat, and I live with a cat.
2: Stacy's cat is great, and Stacy's mom house. has got it going on. Yay! Oh. Yeah, she's gonna, gonna, love, gonna love that go one. That. Uh-huh. Dun, 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 Never dun. heard that one before, right? <laughs>
0: yeah. Hey, thank
3: um, you. So, um, felt like that was the thing.
0: Let's uh, jump into the news. Um, you and Mike have seen it. Chapter two, part two. Part two? Chapter, chapter two, part two. Chapter
1: two,
2: chapter two, because it's it's one part. Like it's not a
0: sequel. I heard they're making a super cut where they're just going to, like. I,
1: I could absolutely see that. I could accept that. It's uh, and make I'd some like, some stuff like stuff stand another out.
2: 45 minutes added in, please, especially to this second half. Thank you very much. Let's uh, just throw things into the storyline that we've not explained in the movies that only if you've read the book will understand.
0: And then, Sean, you're a big fan of the book. You read I it love like the once book, a year, yeah. right? Like, well, well and they, pretty they, often. They you're...
1: change a weird amount from the book, too. I don't mind the changes, no, especially
2: I, in the timeline, because I, actually, I know...
1: Like I'm the going. changes a lot, but it's just weird, like how much they change from the book, but then how much they're like. But you clearly read the book. It, you, like they try to have both, and it's really. Uh, well, weird to I me. mean,
2: like both movies have that one object that we see. Uh, the first movie, I think it's Legos, and then the yeah, second, second one, one it's just s- standing on a table. Like, like, yeah, right, yeah which I know is what it great. Is. I know what it is. Of course you do, because sometimes when you got to go really bad and somebody else is in the bathroom, you start to do that. So, I get it. Yes,
0: it's
1: now, a groundhog.
2: <laughs> but the other problem I have with it is just now. Uh, Somebody had mentioned that they hated the whole 50s day? to 80s thing because they don't know why some kid in the 80s would know the Lone Ranger's yell. I, I was a kid
1: in the 80s. I knew the Lone Ranger. Like, I, was, I, I, I hey, I, I call bull bullshit on it right now.
2: I was 14 years old in 1989. I there was a Lone Ranger cartoon on Saturday yeah. mornings. If yeah, I, I, it was after it was before after Zorro.
1: Yeah, I was 12 years old. Doug the Doug the Lone Ranger. Like I yeah. I. I love those movies because as somebody who did grow up in the eighties and was the age of those kids roughly in the eighties, I see a lot of accuracy in what they're doing and how they're oh, yeah. acting. Um, like more so than even like, cause stranger things feels like it's like, look how eighties we are. And it chapter one and two, all the scenes that take place, then feel a lot more natural where they're just like, they're not necessarily calling attention to it more than just like in the story. Right. right? Versus like in, in stranger things, they'd be like, Street Fighter, what a crazy new video game, versus in It, they're just like, I'm playing Street Fighter. Like, they don't add that extra right. bump to it. Yeah, so but it was like... also
2: new at the time. To- I understand yeah. what Stranger... First of all, I will say the Season 3 of Stranger Things is way better than both It's. Um, uh, Season 3? Season 3, yeah. Season 3 Hot was take. just phenomenal. Hot takes.
3: Hot takes. Season 3. <laughs> Takes.
1: so so overall though like do you think that they because it's a, like you've read it you've read the book mm-hmm. um I've also read the book not for a few years now but it's one of my favorite Stephen King books but it does in my opinion it suffers from what Stephen King books always suffer from which is way too much cocaine <laughs> and he's not great at sticking the landing because he goes hard he goes like for crazy stuff and knowing how hard it was going to be to to truly adapt the ending knowing how hard it was going to be to it's impossible the story. to
2: properly adapt that yeah. ending yeah and,
1: and i think i i like i want to give them credit cuz i think the ending they gave us i have issues with it i don't want to get into spoilers obviously cuz it just came out i think it's good i think it could have been great i think it's good though um but the by and large it, it's surprising sorry, when i watch I, it i'm like hey this is fine like it's okay
2: the, the problem with it too is that earlier in the movie they introduced something that should have been there at the end. So after the end, we, I don't give a shit that he's got silver anymore. Like when he got silver, I was like, <laughs> that awesome. part was weird. Cause you know
0: what? I did not realize you're talking about the bike. Yeah. And that's the reference. to the, So
1: that, that is the, that I never
0: is, understood why you called it silver until now.
1: <laughs> it's hard. It's hard oh, to talk about without Getting into lasers. like getting yeah, was, into spoiler um, territory. spoilers too hard, but I, I do agree with you on that because they make such a big deal about silver. Which I, I, I appreciated. And then when that's not the object he was trying to get, you're just like, well, wait, 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 wait. So what the hell? Like, oh, but was that it's just... not even the
2: object. I'm talking post. I'm talking like this should have been something at the end when he rides silver again to beat yes, the devil. That, it,
1: it, it should yeah. have been. Yeah, it, that, that part, that entire part of the movie should have been 20, 30 minutes later. And yes. they could have kept the scene exactly the same and it would have been this like relief scene versus just like... It was one of those moments where I went like, oh, this is a, a scene for us. For If I have to pee, here's where I go. Like in the future, I know when that scene starts. <laughs> what scene is it? Uh, I'm when going you, later w- today. When you see the bike, if you need to use the bathroom, you got about a minute. Although you've got an amazing
2: go little um acting You, you do. Up. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I thought that guy was still better proof. on Sons of Anarchy so, than he was in this. <laughs> it faded me in my pants. <laughs> that's actually something.
1: That, so when you saw it, like you saw it in a in a normal theater, like a normal human being, I'm assuming. Yes. I went and saw it in Forty X, which is like just doing it the ride. You, and I, you guys I have to say that.
2: I don't fuck you it, for I, this 40X. Dude, and I <laughs> have to it? say
1: like it was the best experience I've had in okay, that. Good. Like I think the um it did the best mix of using the seats and the motion to one, scare the hell out of you. Like when something scurries on the screen and you feel something hit your feet. That's terrifying. I don't care how oh, I don't nice. care how lame the movie might feel. When you feel what you think is pennywise grabbing you, it's it's scary as shit. <laughs> oh, he's gonna call me but fat boy. On top of that, oh. um, they did this thing that I think is the stealth stealthily the best use of this technology ever. Because the seats move a shocking amount, and what happens is there's a lot of um rack uh rack zooms in this movie like any horror movie they do like the hey you're focusing on the face and the back tightens in it gives you that sense of claustrophobia the uh, the jaws thing yes so they do that to great effect in both movies so i saw it chapter one and it chapter two back-to-back days in 40x because they released chapter one for one day in it and the (laughs) the most terrifying experience i have ever had watching a movie is that moment when the camera pulls and you know something's going to happen. And what they do with the seats is they tilt the seats forward at the exact same rate, so you can't get away. So as the camera's pulling oh, zoom, man. your face is getting smashed into it. Yeah. And then when something happens, it just snaps your ass back. <laughs> and it, dude, it's like at the end. Of, so spoilers for it, chapter one. At the end of ch- at chapter one, when they beat the shit out of Pennywise, <laughs> yeah, they do the seats, the little actuators in the back of the seat. Every time Pennywise gets hit, you're getting punched. Yeah. And like you That's feel funny. those hits and. That's funny. Like just the way they made everything blend is so good. And then it chapter two, I don't know if it was a different team or they had more time or what they did, but it was so perfectly synced to the movie that like, I honestly, I need to go see the movie a second time to, to figure out if I liked it as much as I did, because I think it's a legitimately good, again, not great, but good movie. Or if the experience was so damn impressive that it elevated a movie that was like, cause a lot of reviews are there. It's fairly uneven. I really enjoyed it. I agree again,
2: with the reviews that it's fairly uneven, though... And, and that's the and thing, not as I, a reader. I think,
1: you, I think you're right. I think you and the reviewers are right. I think the reason I walked out of it going, like, this is the coolest movie I've ever seen is because I had that extra bit of... Ride. Yeah, I, yeah. Got to, I got to do yeah, the ride. Yeah, you got
2: to do that, which I think... I got Pennywise
1: <laughs> to spit on me three times in that movie, and it was gross each time.
2: Well, because was it wasn't really spit. No, it, yeah, the uh, went, the, oh. the
1: theater
0: people now come At in. one point, the, one, one guy th- did, th- th- yeah. A clown did
1: come in and spit on us. It was really... It I was well really could be pooped. Because that
2: teacup that tea was supposed to be poop, but I, I could have dealt without the poop. <laughs> I'm glad that they changed the ending because I don't want to watch uh, an orgy of thirteen year
1: olds. No. Like ever. I, and <laughs> I and I think like I know a lot of the reviews Probably have said it thing. too, but like um Bill Hader like legitimately blew my mind in this movie is as uh Richie. but he
2: is not the scene stealer that the review set him up to be i, Eddie I don't think Kasbrek is
1: yeah exa- that's where i was gonna go so that's the thing is i think everyone's saying that bill Hader stole a movie i don't think he stole the movie i think he was because a lot of people haven't watched barry and you they just know barry, him they just should... know him as the guy from uh need it on the thing. It, it's on hbo okay. um I'll, <laughs> I'll put it on there but uh a lot of people don't watch Barry, so they don't understand that, like, Bill Hader's legitimately a fantastic actor, so when you see him in this, it's a lot of people's first ex- exposure to him as, like, a serious actor.
0: I mean, he makes the noise of BB-8. How is he not great? Dude, he... Yeah. He legitimately yeah. carries... Oh, right? That's funny. He like carries
1: that. an emotional through line in this movie that I'm, I'm shocked he does such a good job of, but the guy who plays Addy Kazbrack, I wish I could remember his name. Holy it's shit. Justin something. That... That character... Was the one I was the most worried about in the transition from kids to adults, and he was dude, the best. That, that guy was incredible. Like, and he looked like the kid. He had the same. Like, you can tell of all the actors, I think he studied the kid actor the most because it felt like looking at a grown up version kind of, of that child. Which actor? Uh, the guy who I, I can't remember the actor's name. I'm, but I'm looking played, it up now. The kid that played exactly Stanley
2: played Stanley Urish, though also really, really looked like really good kid. Ranson.
1: Yeah. Okay. So here's a quick question for you. Um. So this isn't a spoiler as well. They there's a lot of scenes in this movie with the children again. They they fill in a lot of the gaps. Yeah. Which I appreciated because uh, there were parts of the book that I'm like, well, hey, if we don't if we don't address this, what's happening? But they used the Marvel style CGD aging for the kids <laughs> to make them look like they did three years ago. But I
2: didn't even notice that.
1: I didn't notice it on anybody except for ben i don't know <laughs> what it is about fat chubby cheeks that they <laughs> could not render correctly i, like, the, the, I mean, maybe he lost Snapchat weight. <laughs> it, it looked like it's not no that's what it looked like it was that <laughs> odd fake smoothing because you can tell the people they did it the most on were uh the kid version of richie kid version of eddie and the kid version of ben everyone else stayed roughly the same beverly looks a little different um uh Bill looks a little bit different, but not like not enough like I only noticed it because I s- literally saw the movies back to back day to day, but the kid who uh Finn wolfhard he you know he aged hard uh that kid <laughs> yeah yeah he did. that kid got some chiseled ass features in the date in the time Age, between there. the children, so you can see where they smoothed him out, and I think he looks eighty five ninety percent good uh the kid who plays Eddie Kabrack there's a couple of scenes where I noticed the eyes were doing that floaty special effects thing. But, again, like 85 95% looks amazing. Well, he, but, he,
2: you know who he looks like? He looks just like the kid from Shazam on yes. the crutches. Oh, Doesn't he it, look just like that kid? It, yeah, it is that kid. I kind of thought that that was that kid. It is. He looks so much like him. Is it's it? the same kid. Yeah, it is. Yeah, okay. that's, that's why he looks so much like him. Um, dang it. Okay, <laughs> You got and Yeah,
1: And for him, you can tell, like, for, him, that for the couple of them, they just did, like, some basic smoothing to make him look a few years yeah. younger. But, man, that chubby kid. Oh, dude, <laughs> Ben. Like, they... There's just something about his face and his eyes, and it's the cheek to eye area that there's like four or five scenes where he's moving, and I'm like, that's a really good CG character. That is not a human being. <laughs> it's
2: too bad he died.
1: Oh man. When? They uh
0: He didn't.
2: When did that uh, kid die?
0: He didn't. That's why they had a CGM in.
1: So here's my theory though oh man I, I, I don't know this for sure. I think that kid lost weight or grew into his weight. How dare he That's what and I, I think assume, yeah. I think what happened is that they tried to fatten him back up and classic Jonah Hill it's not quite right. Like there's just something about his character that's not <laughs> quite right because his body body shape is odd. Jonah Hill's skinny is weird. He's like skinny fat or whatever. He it is. Always is just a slim He's he's
0: he's not slim thick. He is just skinny fat. Well, because yeah. no matter
1: how skinny Jonah Hill gets, his head's still like 18 feet wide.
2: Yeah,
0: he's got yeah. the the goose That yeah. dude can Players write and direct long. though. Like a oh
2: I love motherfucker. him. Have you guys seen? Uh, yes. Mid 90s.
1: Yes. That movie is fantastic.
2: If it wasn't for, if it wasn't for Infinity War and Cobra Kai season one. It would have been mid nineties as my top pick for last year. Was that
0: the one you were telling me about? You told me about that one in Anna and the Apocalypse on the same night, I think. Anna
2: and the Apocalypse is also fantastic. It's pretty.
0: It's good. It's not. Fantastic. I think, I think Anna you Anna and the go fuck is yourself. It's <laughs> great.
1: It's charming as hell. Alex, give me my stick. Win me over. <laughs>
2: Anna and the Apocalypse or mid nineties?
1: Uh, well, both. But I think Anna and yeah. the Apocalypse. I just like it more because it is so goddamn charming. Versus mid nineties, I think is a legitimately. You like, told me it was going to be outrun. I think I think it is. Uh,
0: it's not. There's like one song, maybe human voice. Yeah, that one. It's a good song. And
2: then uh, you know, you go through. No, every I need song. my
0: I need my neon lights. I need my my so in front of a. I'm sorry DeLorean. that our, I'm
1: sorry the zombie musical wasn't everything you hoped it would be. Yeah, Matt. you know they what? tried suck real hard.
0: They could have tried
2: harder. I'm gonna I'm gonna
1: buy like Stacy's Strap on so you can suck
0: it. <laughs> Three hours later, is now just Sean and Mike.
1: It's Sean and Mike <laughs> shitting on Matt. Those are the yeah. bonus episodes. Oh, come to Patreon. Yeah, come on to
2: Patreon. <laughs> I'm going to fly just, out. And, it's uh,
1: just us so- like making you cry and pointing at you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So It'll for those of you supporting All three you are later b- on Patreon, uh, the All new you are level a this beard week and glasses. is $1,000. Like on and I'll fly I- out there and take a shit on Matt. That's the $1,000 Patreon level. <laughs> I will fly out there, take a shit on Matt, and you will see that video somewhere. It's just going to be a knock on the door.
1: Look, here's a weird shit text, but And then jumps back on
2: the
0: plane. I got $1,000.
1: <laughs> I got $1,000, and I like weird shit, so we're doing this. <laughs> well, Sean has the weirdest shit,
0: and it's going to be on me.
1: <laughs> well, we're going to prove it. Well, I'm going
2: <laughs> to drink a shit ton of torpedoes the night before. Uh, and then we're going to go <laughs> to that taco truck that Jason and Rob took me to. Which one? It's really good. Um,
0: I don't remember. It's the they don't have a name. They're yeah. just the
2: taco truck.
0: Yeah, that's basically. the best yeah. kind, to be honest with you. Oh, They're it was have amazing. The whitest no guy lights. in our group is the only one that can actually speaks Spanish to order for us.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Jason. Hola, dos tacos. I think Rob was. No, no. Yeah, it was Jason doing the yeah. ordering.
3: Yeah. <laughs> that's the best <laughs> kind. <laughs> Anywho. Speaking of Stephen dun, King stuff, did you come unplugged?
2: The Stand is going to be a uh, TV series, and also is it? Oh yeah, it is. I don't care about anything else but The Stand. The Stand was I was going to talk about uh, Doctor Sleep. I'm really looking forward to that movie. I'm
1: I'm looking forward to it. It weirds me out though that it exists. (laughs) The book was great. The book was great, but the the book is a sequel to the shining the book right so the and movie is a sequel to the shining the movie and no the it's book. not
2: it's the sequel to the book that acknowledges the movie
1: because yeah the movie well,
2: exists. so uh, pretty much well, that, it's just the overlook hotels look
0: well yeah so that's what i wanted to mention was that they they just recently said that they re literally like rebuilt kubrick's Overlook Hotel. Yeah. Or yeah. For this movie. Like, just piece Slave-ishly, by piece. Oh yeah. Those like, are all reshoots. Like
1: yeah. I legitimately thought they just pulled footage from The from the Shining. And I then when too. I was reading, they're like, no, How we got body doubles and yeah. reshoots, and we made it look perfect. Great attention to detail. I love it.
0: And we faked the moon landing.
1: Oh, so real quick question for you, Sean. So as somebody <laughs> who really loves uh, it, the novel, and knowing, like, there's a lot of, there's just a lot that they set up, but can't, they just can't put this in a movie and not make the movie 19 hours. There was some talk this week that they're saying that this may not be it for Pennywise. Like, there's not going to be an it chapter three, but they were talking about, like, hey, you know, every 27 years he comes back, we can make more movies, we can make more stuff. Stephen King has notes, there's things alluded to in the book. I, at first, I really like the idea of that, but now that, like, once I'm done with the movies, I'm just thinking, like, that the reason I like these is because it is its own standalone thing, and I don't know that I want more of it.
2: There's finality. To the yeah. end of Pennywise
0: yeah. in they're, they're, the I book. I always feel like they try to do like a cash grab, and that's what it sounds like. Hey, these It movies, they're making a lot of money. Let's do Mike more stuff. Mike was
2: halfway through speaking, and I just wanted to like fucking climb over there and rip up whatever paper he was reading, because that's the shittiest idea I've heard in, the, in a really long time
1: because well, I was like, you know, Jar Jar movie. Like I was worried about, um, <laughs> Jar Jar movie.
2: if he becomes a Sith Lord, I would watch
0: that.
1: I was worried about Castle Rock for that reason. Cause you're I thought kidding, Castle Rock dumb. was going to be this yeah. weird slamming together of all Stephen King books. And it turned out I actually like Castle Rock because they didn't do that. They actually, it's such a slow show. It's It is very slow, but I just like the fact that they are like, it's inspired by, but it's not an adaptation of. And they yeah. say enough names that you're like, Hey, I know that thing, but they oh, tell their own that, story. No,
0: they ate the people.
1: And like that's if they were to do that with it, I I don't think I'd hate it, but I just don't feel like I need it. Like I'm I'm good. Like there's there is so many no need for things.
3: Pennywise to come back. Period. Well, look at a uh, Invincible. I mean that series finished, there, and people were like, oh, we
1: could do good. We, we could keep
3: going, and we could keep you know adding to the story. They've alluded to different things. No, I like that the story is complete. Yeah. I like that there's more that the readers themselves could could kind of make up themselves. I don't need There's anymore. something to be said for things ending. Yeah, I like Endings the
1: Endings
2: are good. That I agree 100% kind of with Mike because we're, we're in this... With I mean, granted, I find the MCU <laughs> has 23, like, that, even the shitty ones, like, that's a big deal that they made Endgame so fucking just almost perfect. There's one scene we'll discuss if you need to. However, but everything's a sequel. Everything's a tie no, I don't How think about I just, will. just, like, a standalone fucking thing that is just... And yeah. Pennywise is dead. Or, you know, or... spoiler. Whoa whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 Oh, no. Almost. Oh, it's in a horror, horror movie. Where... Wait,
1: you mean in oh, the movie? no, the... no. I'm sorry. The murder Clown got guy. murdered.
2: Chapter 78. Pardon <laughs> fucking me. But how about something that's just standalone and done? Uh, okay, or, wait, like, I two do. Two parts and done. The I do Godfather want should have ended it in part fucking two, because part three, I would rather watch a backwards abortion. Sorry. Rant. I don't know how
0: that goes.
1: That's just sex. All right, Matt. Just... That's just getting somebody pregnant, I think. <laughs> no, That's no, no. You pee it. in
2: their bed. Ba- it's in It. You can re- if you read It, you find out how to get a girl pregnant. Oh. Never mind. That's Stand By Me. No?
1: <laughs> All your friends get together. That is it, um, yeah. <laughs> it's consensual. One time. It's okay. Well, Matt, also, when like, two people
2: your... really care about each other, they buy the a stork cat. brings them a baby. Go on, so, Mike. So I'm sorry so to interrupt maybe... One of them already <laughs> has a <the> cat.
0: <laughs> oh, the cat's a...
1: what does it? A spork? Um... So what made me think about that the whole like expan- the potential expansion of it is that you brought up the stand and that's the that's actually the thing that I would love like I think the biggest mistake they could make would be like what they did trying to make that a movie I, that's that's a terrible idea but making it a TV show like they're doing giving it time to breathe because I think the stand the stand has so much to it and the fact that it does tie in very organically to um, the Dark Tower and like those two universes, they touch, those are the places where I'd be okay with them expanding things out. But like, I don't need it to be on is it.
2: Organically not the word to describe. I mean, granted, yeah. I know. Oh, I'm sorry. First I of all, I hated the Gunpowder. I did not like that book at all. And it just, yeah, I, I know that this guy that's being chased is Randall Flagg and it's just that I think that King liked Randall Flagg so much that oh yeah. You can't end Rand, And if you've read the unabridged version of The Stand, um, Randall Flagg comes back elsewhere.
1: Well, and, and my thing is, like, I'm okay if they... I, I would, again, I, I want them to change the story drastically because, one, it's been years since those were published. Things are different now. Um, additionally, like, I like the idea of seeing somebody else, like, another artist's interpretation of this artist's work and that's why I like it chapter one and two so much is because it is an adaptation of the book. Yes. But it is its own thing. Like the book is now like, hey, if you like these two movies, go read the damn book. It's a different story. It's great.
2: Books like a thousand pages. It is twelve hundred. And book. but it, But that ties in a lot of stuff because Dick Halloran is in it. He's friends with Mike's. Father, they were in the army together, but and I'm glad that uh, no, not a spoiler, but I'm glad that Dick Halloran and Mike's father aren't mentioned in this movie because how do you tie that into now Doctor Sleep's coming out? Dick Halloran should be dead already, just by age matter. And also, uh, Ben lives in Hemingford Home, Nebraska. Yep, which is where um uh, God damn it, my favorite book, and I can't remember her name, Grandma, uh Grammy Abigail, Grandma Abigail. Mother Abigail uh, lives in Hemingford Home, Nebraska as well. So maybe her and Ben had met at some point in the 80s because the stand takes place uh, five years after the events of it.
1: Yeah. Well, and that's the other thing too, is like if they do want to continue these stories and unite them, it would have been better had one studio had the rights to everything and then they could just marvel it up because now like I think that's the (laughs) gold standard is if you're going to do this united universe, you have to like... Don't believe anyone's bullshit where they say they made Iron Man expecting to make this, but they had one dude who expected to make it, and that was Kevin Feige, who was like, I think this can work, and he played this long game, and I think that's what you need, and they don't have that.
0: I feel like we're done with universes now in uh, in movies. Un-
1: unless you can do it better than Marvel did, and I don't I, know that anybody has the that. money and but time I, to I, do people,
0: it. They should just stop. I mean, we could have had a bunch of really good universal monster movies again when instead they try to make some sort of you know combined universe like marvel johnny, johnny
1: depp needs work bro <laughs> it is <laughs> yeah, what yeah, it he's is not man. taxes. it is what it is but i mean
0: i would like like a good wolf movie instead of the one with the uh, benicio del toro or like you know another swamp swamp thing anything i mean they have give me give me uh, um what's the stupid uh, the goonies version the uh, with the kids and
1: wait are you just the monster about the squad monster squad oh, yeah yeah uh, no, the yeah.
0: monster squad
1: well, I wouldn't called, mind that's remake a remake. of It's chapter Squad. one and chapter two.
0: No, because there's no Dracula. There's no Wolfman has well... nards.
1: <laughs> and you know what? One of my favorite things they adapted for the movie versus the book is in the book and the movie. It's Pennywise. He's a goddamn clown through ninety percent of it. In the book, he's different for everybody, and it's more of a plot point. And I like. Yeah, that they, uh, and, like, and the, let's get yeah, one. Scary chapter thing. one
2: tried to do that. Um, where chapter two kept it a little more. I'm. Just, I. I don't have to show up as anybody else about Pennywise because yeah. you already know who the fuck I am. And I'm just here to torment you now. Um, There were things that could have been better, but it could have been worse. And it was because this stupid fucking asshole, a couple seats down from me, would not stop talking to her boyfriend or husband, whatever they are. And Matt, you've met me in person. You know that I'm not intimidating. (laughs) Yeah. That if if I'm going to look somebody in the eyes and say, you two better shut the fuck up. I'm going to be worrying about my physical safety the rest of the time, but I did it because this bitch would not shut the fuck up. And it took me about an hour to get into it. So that that being said, I was still objective with what I'd seen in the movie, but I know I missed something about the ritual of chud earlier in the movie, and I just it took forever to get into it because this like
0: that's why I always bring hard candy
2: there's a there's there's They're a homo- spoiler alert there's a homosexual kiss in the beginning of the movie and I knew I knew no! I was dealing with some well that's exactly <laughs> what this Spoilers. stupid fucking yeah. cunt waffle did
1: that that was the it, fun part in my screen too was the like couple people that have to make a comment and then the nice part was everybody else in theater was like shut up but yeah
2: yeah well nobody said shut up to her but us And but it was just like oh gross it's like you oh, know fuck you you cunt <laughs> <laughs> And now, and let me describe what these people look like. If anybody's ever watched Metastasis, which is Univision's version of Breaking Bad, A, it's really good, and she looked like Walter White? White's wife, who is Cielo on that version, because there is no Skyler. Just and Skyler. Um, he looked like, junior? if he ever watched Dexter, he looked like David Zayas, who was uh, the really Dr. cool Sayers, Cuban dude. Dr. Zayas, yeah. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Oh, 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 Dr. Zayas. I thought... Yes. But yeah, so fuck people, and I did have a bad experience. Um, (laughs) So back to uh, three hours later.
0: I was going to mention, we we talked about Benicio Del Toro, but Guillermo Del Toro was working on Pinocchio for Netflix, apparently. That
1: was an amazing segue (laughs) right there. Yay.
0: (laughs) That was it. Oh,
1: cool. (laughs) (laughs) I I
0: thought it was a segue. Well, yeah, I just wanted to bring that up. He's... He's making a Pinocchio movie for Netflix. a, movie nah.
1: or a I didn't even hear about that.
0: I don't know if it's going to be scary or what.
1: If it's not, I don't know why he's involved. Pinocchio is a scary Del Toro.
2: It's, yeah. it, If it's not scary, at least it'll be... What was that overrated movie that was a splash Labyrinth. remake? Labyrinth. Oh, wait. Spa-
1: uh, uh, Shape of Water.
2: Shape of Water.
1: I have a picture of the fish having sex right here on my wall. It's right there. He makes, his kiss. It.
0: He, may, he makes his kiss it every time we record. I, I, dun,
1: dun, a, dun, dun, a book dun. I bought came with a postcard of those two hugging, and I was like, well, I'm framing that putting that on a wall because why do I have that now?
2: <laughs> yeah, Mike, would you agree with me that that was a very good movie but not?
1: It's a movie that I thoroughly enjoyed because I like Del Toro's specific style, but when everyone else was slobbering over it, it made me feel weird because I went, no, that's a weird movie I like. You guys don't get to like that. You're normal people. <laughs> <laughs> That's These are the, the folks that watch Transformers. You continue watching Transformers. I'm going to watch my fish fuck movie. <laughs> fuck
0: those Transformers
2: balls. movies. But the fish fucking movie. Hey, Bumble- uh,
0: Bumblebee's really good. Bumblebee Dude. was very good. It was Not awesome. a
2: Transformers movie. And the reason I say it's not a Transformers movie is because it was live action and good. Well, it's not a, yeah, it's not a Bayformer.
1: It. Right, it, pr- it proves that I'm right to be so angry at the Michael Bay movies because yes. I watched that and I'm like, "Oh, check that out! You can make movies that are good with Transformers." And okay, I can
0: see like the the individual parts this time
2: instead of like
1: robots aren't crazy... made of knives.
2: Yeah, <laughs> Bumblebee just gave me cavities because it was so, so fucking sweet. sweet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: It's but ET it's true. with a robot.
2: It was ET with a robot.
3: The first five minutes, Mike's like, "Check this out." He played it. Yeah, when they, they when they're like, on so... Cybertron
0: and all that stuff, yeah, was going on. That was like, yeah. I'm sold. That, like, that, that was yeah. really badass. So good. RC was it, like, in that, that one night. too.
3: Yeah. yeah.
1: Hmm.
2: RC did not show up. So, so my generation, I guess Mike as well, because you're a couple of years younger than me. Um, RC was like Transformers the movie. That's where she showed up. Yeah. And just kicked fucking. And you know, like when you're that young, it's like, oh, she's Hot Rod's girlfriend. And that's just how you looked at it. And they're like, we don't need Rodimus Prime in these fucking movies. Who showed up in fucking Dark Knight or what? What was that shitty movie <laughs> called? Didn't even watch it. Uh, we don't need excited. Rodimus. Let's let's have Hot Rod, but only if Judd Nelson voices him in the Bumblebee sequel. Did you did you ever watch Beast Wars, Sean? No, by the time that came out, I was done oh, with I, cartoons.
1: So that was that was. I will stand by this. I love Transformers with all my heart. It is I could write right now a twenty-page thesis on Optimus Prime as a Christ figure. Like I adore Transformers in all their forms. Beast Wars is one of the best things that's ever been made that had the title, but it is also impossible to watch now because that animation is gutter trash and it aged so badly. Did you cry when Optimus Prime died? Yes. I was it
0: confused, was... and I was an adult by the time I watched it.
1: <laughs> when Optimus Prime died as a kid, that was the first time I was forced to confront death. I'm sitting and, like, there in the movie theater, theater going, wait a,
2: a second. <laughs> you just killed your main character a half hour into the fucking movie. It was What's weird, though, because
1: here? then when family members died and they didn't turn black and white, I couldn't figure out what was going on.
2: <laughs> you know, I'm kind of with you on that.
1: Um... So yeah, go ahead. I, I know what you want to talk about, Matt, well, because I surprised Matt with something. Yeah. I didn't realize I was going to shock him the other day. So I,
0: I, lo- I, I, lo- I love, trans- like growing up Transformers is my thing. And then Beast Wars was around, I was around the right age for that show. And I loved it when I was watching it. It is hard to watch now. But Mike just told me that there is now, there, there exists a Beast Wars 2 that's like a straight up just like anime. It's, it's, not, it's not like yeah. the 3D animation like Beast Wars 1 was. And I don't know, they got like crazy ass Optimus Prime turning into a lion now
1: uh Leo uh Leo Convoy my friend he has a name and it is it is the best design of Optimus Prime that has ever happened it's because really cool. it is a blue and red Optimus Prime shoved inside of a white lion with a golden mane that looks like it's Kimba the white lion from the yeah, anime does. <laughs> and uh, same white Mitchazana. lion i think 80s wait, i just wait. spent $200 <laughs> on a pre-order for a yep. Leo Convoy figure <laughs> that comes out next year
2: so Did his name he... isn't Optimus Prime, it's Leo Convoy?
1: Yeah, because uh, in Japan, Optimus Prime is Convoy.
2: That's another
0: weird story, because
2: Transformers started off in Japan
0: as not Transformers.
1: Diaclone. They
0: just... Yeah, they're just like, just the toys, right? There wasn't even a cartoon?
1: Correct. And uh, then... It was a mix of Micronauts, Diaclone, and... God, one other thing, I can't remember. Micro Machines. It may, you say it that may have just been called Car Robots, but it was three different toy lines that got brought together into the US as a single toy... Um, I think they did an episode of um, toys, and toys that make us yeah. uh, about it. And it's really fantastic because it gets into like the insane way Transformers existed, and also why uh, it explains a little bit more of why in Transformers the movie everything you loved had to die, because all of a sudden Hasbro went, dude, what if we owned the rights to all these things and didn't have to pay a license? Hmm. And that's also why the designs for the characters that came out after Transformers the movie are kind of terrible. Um, Except for Beast Boys. I love them. But they're kind of terrible.
2: I'm sorry, I missed the part where you said the 1986
1: Transformers movie was terrible. No, that movie's great. Oh, the okay. designs of the because char- in that movie—they kill half the—they kill—they just kill everybody. Like, oh yeah, every yeah. Character yeah. You've the ever first loved. twenty
2: minutes. Yeah. What was that fast talking
0: shrimp guy? <laughs> what? When they get to like the junk planet,
1: the junkions?
0: Yeah, no, 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 no. He, he wasn't a, a con No, know. you're he had, like, talking weird whiskers.
2: He... Oh, oh, you are. T- oh, Eric Idle. <laughs> he was a junk to gun, but he's not the fast-talking one. The fast-talking one was the guy that spoke that's like this. Movie. Like no, that, wait, that's was, the guy the that part? did this, the micro-machines. That's yeah. what I was going to ask, if it was that guy. But
0: that's yes, it, it He dies
2: in the beginning of the movie.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: But, uh, no, so the, the I guess the reason they killed all the characters in the beginning of that movie, because the thing everyone had heard for years was like, oh, they killed everyone so they could sell you another toy line, which is true, but the reason they were doing it was because Hasbro licensed every character that was in Transformers from other companies. And so everything they sold they had to pay a licensing fee for plus they needed new characters and if you if you look at the original transformers there's a lot of issues with scale and with like certain robots having faces and other robots being ratchet um where <laughs> his his face is literally just a windshield and a a square that pops up behind it
2: oh god <laughs> A lot of the cars that were like the Volkswagen bugs and shit yep. like that, all it was was it turned into a robot and he just pulled up this little square with the, like this face yep. that was like, yeah. And so it's, it's because of
1: all the different lines that made it. So in Transformers the movie, the reason they killed everybody wasn't just the cash grab to be like, ooh, we can sell the keys, these kids new toys. It was because Hasbro went, man, wouldn't it be nice if we designed this stuff and stopped having to pay licensing fees? And so that that's why also then the first wave of Transformers that came out after that movie all have a very different look. The lack of die cast on them. They all are like more curved plastic. Uh, a lot of like teals and, and purple colors. Like it was just this thing where Hasbro like had a whole different design team design. Like take the name and make an entirely different product out of it. Uh, which I do not love that product that much. But then after a couple years, they got better again.
0: Someone mentioned scale. Did you see the uh, the Unicron Transformer that they're trying to put out, Sean? Well, uh, my God. Um,
2: that's, I
1: would own that. <laughs> But that's <laughs> it's just, it doesn't, that's why I accidentally it's bought it. it's too uh, small. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's both too big and too small because it's too big to just be something you buy and set down. Right, right. But also if you're going to scale it that way, well, like it's still like it. I did notice, did you see that one of the accessories it comes with is a tiny, uh, Galvatron that gonna, fits in his fingers a that joke. is to scale with his mouth so he can hold Galvatron <laughs> over to drop him and eat him. So that that almost got me to pay six hundred dollars for a uh what Unicron a toy no, no uh, that Gabatron. was it was Orson oh yeah Leonard Nimoy was Galvatron two feet tall don't
3: um, don't don't
1: don't do that to I me thought you were don't Leonard do that Nimoy to me was, was Unicron
2: <laughs> but uh, that
1: was uh
2: <laughs> that was Leonard Nimoy's audition for metal bands was that <laughs> yeah. movie the, the Spocks
1: yeah looking at that uh Unicron Spock on Hasbro Rock. Pulse is what turned into me spending two hundred dollars on a Leo convoy. <laughs> Instruments
2: of Destruction! Sorry. Hey, and if you like the Michael Bay Transformers Down.
1: movies, you can go to Hasbro Pulse, and they have a studio series, so you can get really expensive versions of that trash.
2: I will say that Dark of the Moon entertained the absolute shit out of me, because I couldn't believe there was something that was going to be watchable after uh, well, Revenge of the Fallen. which It is... had a script. <laughs> yeah, but... It, it, it was a, it was an okay movie. It was fun. It did it it did its point. And Optimus Optimus Prime was fucking awesome in it.
1: Yeah, he tore a face uh, off.
2: Well, yeah, uh, well, you
1: know we will it, kill them all. So do you it, guys a bad know movie why? that's
2: watchable? What's that?
1: Do you guys know why Revenge of the Fallen was so atrocious? Because it is it I didn't is unwatchable. Don't watch, watch it. 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 The
2: first yeah. Don't go it. to a fucking midnight showing without <laughs> knowing that
1: there's a. <laughs> They they, don't, they legitimately didn't have a script for that movie. It, it was filmed during the last big writer strike in Hollywood. Hmm. So they legally could not write a script for the movie. The movie is based on ideas Michael Bay had and would let the cast know about day of filming. And they would film scenes hoping they could edit together something that was remotely watchable. It works, and right? they failed miserably. But they did definitely get Constructagon balls in that movie. And oh, I guess gotta I did see that one. Movies. That gotta fight gotta in the woods movies.
2: where Optimus gets killed was fucking awesome. The rest of that movie, like, why? Why?
0: Why? It
1: proves that Michael Bay is really good at directing why? action scenes and needs to stay away from everything else.
0: Transform
2: gotta... and roll out.
0: I just Ooh. wanted to do that.
2: That was good. Thank you. That was good, man. Yeah. I like the music in those movies, though. But that's my Transformers!
0: Thing is,
1: well, I don't
2: love No, Michael not Park, that one. Yeah. So. <laughs> Stop that evil's watching over you.
1: It has repulse. Oh, okay. Does, I like Soundwave a lot. It doesn't turn into a cassette player, though. It turns into this, a yeah, massive plastic.
0: I need a old Soundwave action figure that turns into the cassette player, but I can't find him. I, it's probably on eBay. You're going to spend like a lot bucks. of money,
2: but you'll probably find one. Yeah, it'd be worth it. As long as it I have a lot the, of uh, the cassettes, but I don't have any of the... Uh, yeah, I want... I, I don't have Soundwave. At
0: least and Ravage I need. Ravage into have... a full ass transformer in Beast Wars. I just remember remembered that. Yep,
1: Ravage was a cool character in Beast Wars. He
0: was.
2: What's that band you turned me on to? Uh,
1: Cybertronic
0: Spree. Oh my
2: God, they're great. That's the Everyone best. Out- yeah. Cover of Immigrant Song I've ever heard. It is. I listen to it every day. Uh that guitar player like just he took a liberty. Well, I mean, like if you're not musically, or, all right, if you're not a musician and you don't think like this. Hey, it's me. The liberty he takes on those, like just playing the scale, like was brilliant on "Immigrant Song." Immigrant Song, a song that everybody's tired of after Ragnarok.
0: That's how I think there should be
2: a rule in movies like Ragnarok and Guardians Volume Two, where if you heard the song earlier in the movie, you're not going to have to hear it again. Because I hate it, especially in Volume Two, Guardians Volume Two. A just not good to begin with. And then we've got to get that terrible fucking Fleetwood Mac song a second time, because, oh, we're going to fight Kurt Russell? No. Nobody's going to kick Jack Burton's ass in a real fucking movie.
0: <laughs> Mr. Burton.
2: I hate that movie. <laughs> it Volume that. 2, not Ragnarok. Ragnarok is a masterpiece. I, think, I love uh, Ragnarok. That's one
1: yeah, of my is. Favorites. I think That's it might be my ten. top.
0: I, yeah. I think it's my number one, even.
1: It's the best He-Man movie that was ever made.
2: Yeah. So far. I've rewatched it. Yo, I agree a zillion percent.
3: He-Man! That's why I'm
1: pissed that He-Man still hasn't been a movie because everyone says it won't work and I'm looking at Thor going, dude, they made, (laughs) like legitimately, if you watch Thor The Dark World on its own, it's not the best movie, but if you watch it and go, hey, it's He-Man, it's a better movie than (laughs) He-Man.
2: You're telling me Masters of the Uh, Universe didn't I don't want to watch The Dark World again, but now (laughs) you've just challenged me.
1: It's, dude, I'm telling you, look, I'm, okay, I have to make sure I, I qualify this correctly. I'm not saying it's a good movie. I know. I heard that part. I'm saying it's <laughs> not as bad as we remember it being. And if you watch it now, you're like, that's yeah, fine. And it's a, it's legitimately, if you watch it and think about it as He-Man, it's a better version of Masters of the Universe, the movie.
2: And he prayed. Masters of the Universe, the movie is the first credit scene.
1: Yeah. I, I remember that. I'll be back. <laughs>
2: Our <laughs> IP, Frank, Langello.
1: Frank Langello. played the Goddamn he, was, he, he was Skeletor, and he played the hell Frank out of Skeletor. Frank Langella
2: is the best thing about that movie. He's yep. so good as Skeletor. He scared me. Well, that's because you were a kid when you watched it. If you watched, no, it now, you I watched like, it. I, I think I watched it two, three years ago.
1: This is just the <laughs> this <laughs> is just the pilot for the new podcast that Sean and I are going to do called like Hey, Eighties Were Cool. <laughs> <laughs>
2: they were great. I think VH1 I'll, you know, had I'll just like the that. theme music and you talk. <laughs> oh my.
0: Just, hey guys, <laughs> remember? uh,
1: you guys remember Centurions? Those were cool.
0: Hey, remember uh,
1: uh, these puzzle cubes with the colors? And I did Galoka literally, literally think the Ulus were too ugly to see? Rubik's, Rubik's. Who's hey, Galoka? I was bad at Rubik's cubes. It's cool.
2: Remember how terrible Tab was? It's back. Well, I can't give you a Tab unless you order something, kid. Ha ha ha. Ha Cha 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 cha. Cha 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 cha. Any anything was... in news? Any,
0: what do you what do you what are you watching, Sean? What are you experiencing?
2: I'm re-watching Breaking Bad now because El Camino on October eleventh. I'm excited. This is uh, if you want to count the first watch of Metastasis, I think it's our fourth watch of Breaking Bad. How many
0: So the the Spanish one, is that like a clear like it's, remake, it's like, a one hundred percent remake
2: seem? episode for episode. Oh, it's just shot...
1: an actual remake. This isn't just like oh, it's inspired by. It. It's straight oh, up. Oh no Breaking no, back. it's
2: it's a straight up remake. Although oh, because awesome. it takes place in a different culture, some of the like they AMC told Univision, you have to you cannot diverge from the script unless it's a cultural thing. So they don't have the RV because they don't have RVs down in South America. Uh, they don't have the name Skyler, so she's Cielo. The so RV is a So little things temple. like that, like, but it's still called the Crystal Ship. But it's a one hundred percent phenomenal remake. The Hank in the remake is so much better. Rehank than Hank. It's a remake, yeah. Re Rehank. Rehank, yes, yes, yeah. Rehank. But, but just fantastic, and I, I, I honestly recommend, especially if you speak Spanish, you don't have to have the subtitles on like I did. <laughs> nope. Because I, I heard con," I was like, oh, I know what that means. I heard <laughs> Pajero. I did what not hear Pajero. I was it's waiting Skyler for words better. that I knew. What's Skyler
3: up? trash. The wife.
1: Cielo. Cielo, Cielo. is Cielo? so
2: much fucking hotter than Anna Gunn, And you would think... <laughs> you would think... Uh, Deadwood. I'm watching Deadwood going, man, Anna Gunn, you kind of look the same, but you got that Breaking Bad money. Can't you look like you did on Deadwood? <laughs> but Cielo... Uh, Jane, Jane, Jesus fucking Christ is so much hotter than Kristen Ritter in Metastasis that, yeah, I would definitely recommend the Spanish remake if you've already watched Breaking Bad. However, if you have not watched Breaking Bad... That's my challenge for you, Matt. Season four. I got to finish
0: it. I've watched it. I got up to season three, but then like, I said this previously. Season that four
2: I, is the greatest game of chess I, ever.
0: I, again, like I enjoyed every minute of watching that show. I just burnt myself out. I couldn't watch anymore. I literally, I think I was unemployed at the time. And that's all I did was watch Breaking Bad all day, every day. And then I was like, I got to not do this for a while. And I just kind of stopped.
2: Debbie got and I a job. were racing yeah, against I time. I might have got a job or yeah. something. Well, that's man. why i got Stalling a job man. just because i saw endgame in the theater five times like between teaching and gigging and shit where i was like wait a second i'm going to see this movie a fifth time i should that, get a which, real job uh, mike's got me what? beat yeah what? what's your record for what
0: for how many times you
2: saw endgame? endgame
1: oh jesus uh jesus many times probably i probably saw that in theaters like 10 times
2: Good, yeah, right on, right on. It, I Like, literally
1: every day days. I had off, if I was bored and I had nothing to do, i just go watch Endgame again.
2: <laughs> I got three hours. I woke, I woke up early the next morning, of. I was like, I've got nothing to do. I'm gonna go fucking watch Endgame again. Yeah. I just <laughs> watched it the night before. That's a movie that gets better every single time I watch it. It doesn't, nothing's depleted for me yet.
1: I, I think for me, Endgame, will, I, I don't see something else ever topping it, but I think it's gonna be the best sticking of the landing I've ever seen in anything in art. Like, it. It there's no reason it should work. There's no reason I should walk away from it satisfied, and I just walk away and I'm like, "Wow, you guys, you guys did it." I they, almost don't yeah. want to ever see what's another the word Marvel I'm movie. What I'm
2: looking for, it's um, not an accomplishment, the, but the setting out of making that was uh, a, a. The word I'm looking for, a what? A feat? No. Oh, well, it was a feat. Foot? But just a leg. God damn it! What's the word I'm looking for to describe? What that the existence of that movie is. Well, whatever, it starts with the letter A if you figure it out. Epic,
1: Epic, Epic.
2: Well, a- a- yeah, it's Epic, Epic. It's a Jersey
1: Epic. Ah, look at this Epic movie over here.
2: <laughs> I, I do think that Infinity War <laughs> might be a better movie, but I've not uh, seen Infinity yes, War since I, I I've think seen we'll Endgame.
1: Do. So I think Infinity War, as a this is like because I'm giant movie nerd and giant film nerd, but I think, I think Infinity War is a better film. It is a more cohesive story that follows narrative structure better. I think it, because it, because Thanos is the main character, you have a single point of view and it does a better job of telling a single story. But as a season finale for a 23 episode television season that was spread out over 10 years, I, I just, I don't, I don't see the magic that all had to fall in place to make that movie work ever happening again or at least not happening again for many, many years.
2: The word I was looking for is ambitious. Ah. And they nailed it. But the other thought that I have, because I have not watched Infinity War since uh, I saw Endgame, I've got a feeling that they're probably both equally on par. And the thing with Endgame is that it's a three-act movie in the traditional sense, where you got the intro, everything's fucked, and I think that those guys, sh- the Russo brothers, should f- at least get their cinematographer to do the stand for those empty world views. But it's just, okay, everything's fucked. Oh, hey, we got a way back. And then that's your first hour. Second hour is the time heist, of course, and then the mm-hmm. last 48 minutes, because it's two hours and 48 minutes, yeah. then credits. The it's it's three different acts and that's all it is where Infinity War is kind of like it's more of a comic book. It's it's the most comic book movie comic
1: book movie because,
2: yeah. hey, here's this, oh, bam, just turn the page. Wow, Spidey's holding on to this you, fucking you could, ship.
1: You could almost see like Meanwhile up in the corner of the screen every time they meanwhile, switch to a new uh, character. Yeah, yeah, enough said. Meanwhile, Thor gets hit by a ship.
0: I like the one where the big man's played by the little man
1: oh yeah god <laughs> that that was the that was officially where i i was already like my feet were off the peter dinklage train and i was like guys i think he might not be great at this i think he's just playing one good character and then i watched endgame and went like oh cool peter dinklage is good i'm good i don't uh, need him uh, anymore
0: uh, i have a free version of that remembery movie i haven't watched it yet i think it's supposed to be really bad i think peter
1: dinklage is a fine actor i have no problem with him showing up in things i just don't think leading man I don't think he's a leading man, and I don't think uh, he should oh, ever be allowed to do an accent. Oh, let me he, disagree uh...
2: <laughs> with you, my friend. Well, okay, before he's Game thing, of if Thrones, it, too, it, there was the was Station a... Agent.
1: Station Agent was phenomenal. Like Station Agent is mind blowing, but also in Station Agent, he's not up there doing. I have this voice. Listen he, to my voice. Yeah, he's a I'm, a a, actor. I'm a dwarf.
3: Yeah, he's a great actor. Does not get the best roles. I mean, look at oh. Elf. I mean and also yeah but elf is um, is typecasting destiny one that's typecasting man but (laughs) also if
1: you look at um yeah like you said destiny one i know destiny is not a movie but destiny it was 100 percent just him in a room doing his voice and holy crap like it was so bad they pulled it out of the game and replaced it with a a proper voice actor like i don't care how many times (laughs) they say oh we just couldn't get him to record more lines bullshit you have infinite money he'll record more lines you what didn't did you want think him about him because in we couldn't have like that Days wizard came from the moon. What? As what Boulevard were your thoughts on
2: him in Days of Future Past?
1: Oh, oh he was yeah, 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 yeah. I liked him. I, I love the idea of Peter Dinklage showing up in things. I don't need to go see something because Peter Dinklage is in it.
3: He needs to Unless like, he's saying, the like, leading man. Time.
2: Well, I think he's fucked now because of Game of Thrones. Uh-huh. And I really hope that George R. R. Martin kills him in the book. I think you going to say real life. <laughs> if
0: you ever, if I you ever hope that George R. 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 Martin books, like, finds him. This is why them. I didn't finish yeah. the
1: book. I was plotting this. Death
0: is my muse. I
1: don't know what George R.R. Martin sounds like, but in my head, that's what he sounds he kind like. kind of sounds like this. I like to write books, but not bad. Well, here's Art, what's, what's going to happen,
2: life. everybody. I sold everything to HBO, and uh, finally girls are starting to talk to me.
0: <laughs> I could buy more turtles.
1: I have 18 sets of suspenders now. Look at them. <laughs> That beard, very close to the. I forgot the dude's name on Letter Kenny.
2: <laughs> oh, uh, I still yet, ha- I still have yet to watch that show. That is good, a you good should.
0: show. You might have to rewatch like the first episode because they have like a crazy, uh, uh what's the 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 the, dial- uh, the the way they speak. Uh,
3: yeah, they have different slang too. Just gets kind of a time to get used to.
0: It took me a couple episodes, but then like once I got it, I got it, and I was in, and it's it's the probably the funniest show. Yeah, it's one of ever. my favorite, one
2: of my all time favorites. You have to watch it. Please do. I will. I mean, I They're paying us. Yeah. An album that I was on. Actually, Mikey Mason's number one song right now on Spotify is Letter Kenny. Yeah, I sent that to Mike and Alex. That uh, Oh, so that's probably why it's the number one song cuz more than <laughs> I, I just yeah. keep replaying
0: well, it. Yeah, Mike watch I listen to it every day. That's the one where they they go, they go through all the quote the, the My alarm clock uh
1: yeah. sound is just that song. Actually my is alarm, Mikey Mason's oh. song? <laughs> no, I, my alarm clock is just my phone going beep.
2: <laughs> just that voice beep.
0: Yeah, it's
1: just, I, I, see, I me If that's beep. a
2: letter Kenny reference, I don't get it. So
0: that's no. all, that's just me being dumb.
1: Yeah, <laughs> um, oh, right on. My man.
0: my alarm clock is actually the Night King song. <laughs> when uh, right right before that, the end. I don't, can I spoil that now? I it, mean, it's, they, it's they, been they it's been a long time. Yeah, so. the song they're playing when when Arya is about to kill him. Oh, died
2: died but, defending but his queen.
0: But that right, so, <laughs> so there's
1: the spoiler. Wait, Arya killed him. That's weird because it's not like they set that up or invested any time in the characterization of that. They just did it because it looked cool. That's insane. That can't happen. I still wanted to see her
0: just like hanging yeah, out. Yeah. Uh, notice how she
1: also killed him the way that
2: Rey kills the one Praetorian guard defending herself. Oh, oh, you're choking me. Well, I'm just gonna drop this catch it and slice you open. Yep. <laughs> there was nothing original about the Arya Night King kill. Yep. Saw it in the Last Jedi. Liked it better than the Last Jedi. Last Jedi was better than that season.
1: I rewatched the last season of that in the last uh, couple months. Because I, I was like, maybe, I'll, maybe I won't be so critical of it now. And it turns out I'm more critical of it. Game and of uh, I'm, I'm going to throw out there, I, I hate it. I really hate it. I really...
2: <laughs> I didn't st- hate it. It was just too fast. The pacing sucked. Yeah.
1: From season five on, they learned how to teleport and it broke the show.
2: <laughs> yeah, but that last season, first of all, I think, aside from the scene in Sugar Hill where the guy from Coming to America and Die Hard 2 beats up a girl, I think that Ramsey Bolton is the most despicable like thought anybody ever had, much less put down on paper, and then much less portrayed. That I loved his death. I celebrated it for like a week. Yeah. Like Fuck him. Uh, I, I I feel, uh, I get this visceral reaction thinking about that piece of shit. <laughs> and this is Shaking a fictional character. Yeah, no, I don't, <laughs> all right, that's funny. He was funny, funny. every now and then. Well, oh, the man, actor that, that played him smile, was phenomenal. That smile on Jean Grey's face when <laughs> she turned... Don't call her that. She doesn't deserve that title. Dark Phoenix her... was not terrible. I haven't seen Apocalypse it. Apocalypse was shit. <laughs> well, Apocalypse
1: Dark was shit. Uh, this is my last steps of the podcast, guys. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Why, you liked <laughs> Apocalypse and hated Dark Phoenix?
1: No, I hated both. I, I actually... I, my hot take is I don't think they've made a single truly good X-Men movie. Uh, I think first class gets damn close. Damn close. Like, first class is like.
2: Matt, do I have uh, your permission? Can I do it? Can I do it? Can I do do it? it? Can I do it? Dude, fucking comic book movies are not made for comic book readers. They're made (laughs) for the general public who are fucking stupid and don't read fucking comic books. All they have to know is, like, hey, this happened once in an issue. Like, I've been waiting since Ultron for fucking Cap to wield Mjolnir. Spoiler alert Cap uses Mjolnir. (laughs) I've been waiting there for that forever. There are things I've been waiting for because I know that they happen in the comics. I'm the guy that just goes and watches a movie most of the time. And I go, yeah, I know you hate the Nolan trilogy. I know you hate the Batman of the Nolan trilogy. I know you like the movies. But, however, just if you're a Hollywood producer going, how do we make money off the general public off of something that other people like? comic books are the way to go. They make money and if you do it right, you write a really good script, you get really good actors, you get really good character development, you get stuff like First Class, which by the way, I'm with you, but it's the absolute closest X-Men movie, but X2 gets really fucking close. X- X2? Really, really fucking so close. So,
1: here, here's what I'll, I'll watch purposefully, because I enjoy them. I'll watch X2, I'll happily watch, uh and X2 like, look, X2 has the same issues that Spider-Man 2 has for me, which is phenomenal movie i'll watch it all day okay 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 all right. but but it it didn't age well but it's also because at that point that's what they were they, they weren't making comic movies to be anything other than just like it's a throwaway movie and i think they yeah. did a great job on both i also think that sam raimi gets credit because he nails the 60s vibe of spider-man better than anyone's ever done
2: spider-man 2 still holds up to this day Spider-Man 2, 2 i just watched it recently up. and it doesn't it, and that's rent. the problem so
1: yeah. x-men 2 like spider-man 2 holds up very well it's still not my favorite spider-man movie but it's a damn fine movie um x-men 2 was i i, I for years i was like oh that's the only good x-men movie and then i re-watched it, i was like actually it's kind of slow there's great scenes like oh my god there's scenes in that movie that are incredible yeah nightcrawler wolverine in the x-mansion um anytime strikers on screen like brian cox just well, I mean, it, it's everybody. Brian
2: Cox. You can't um, go wrong with and, that guy. and And
1: exactly, like you said, you get the right actor in a role. It doesn't matter what you're doing. Yeah. Um, first Class is the first movie where I feel like they weren't embarrassed of what the X-Men were as characters. And they, and they again, Fastbender as Magneto is amazing. McAvoy as Professor X is amazing. Um, Kevin Bacon as uh, Sebastian Shaw is amazing. Like, there's so many amazing performances. J- January Jones is trash in that movie, but she's just a bad actress to begin with. Like she, she was bad in Mad Men, and Mad Men was a clinic for everybody else. She was not
2: bad in Mad Men. She just was drawn that way. I think her ending, nice there, Jessica. (laughs) Her (laughs) ending was just. It was more about his growth than it was about her story. She was always there, but the thing I she was an accessory that works on that show is that it's the '60s. Women are accessories. That well, she's the ex and. That first episode tells us right away Don Draper fucks three women in that first episode, or fucks two women in that episode and then goes home to his wife. High five. Um
1: no, but <laughs> like even even it. that <laughs> but even that Elizabeth Moss is a perfect <laughs> example of a great actress inhabiting a very similar archetype, but it's also about her, so I'll give him I'll give her a pass. But like,
2: yeah, the show's about Don Draper first, and
1: Peggy Olsen. First um, class. January Jones a... was in
2: she was great in American Wedding. What are you talking about?
1: I anyway. that anyway no but so first class i think is a really phenomenal x-men movie that actually gets hurt by its sequel because they bring brian singer back in and he takes everything that was built in first class where i was like this is the best reboot i've ever seen of something i'm excited i want to see what happens next i love that it's in the 60s because like let marvel do what they want to do 60s are your new jam and they ruin it the first new movie they put out Days of Future Past is, yeah, First Class is a good one. Days of Future Past is a okay movie that falls apart as it goes. I like that
0: one the most because it gave me hope. In
2: the last half hour, once they get to the stadium, that movie just takes a big shit on uh, uh, you. It it, it turns into
1: every bad movie. And then they reboot this. So then the movie, so I just want to figure this out. So the movie ends by saying, but look, now Cyclops is alive again. We undid the biggest travesty of these films. But then they ignore that cast from now on. The new cast is now here because we have a new timeline. But then they make Apocalypse, which is, I think, worse than X three. Yeah. I think Apocalypse is bad. a crime. It's such a bad movie. And is, then Dark Is Phoenix...
2: Apocalypse bad, or is it just so dull and? Dull is bad. It, uh, I'm not sure if
3: you. It was very. Well, yeah, well, no, no, no.
2: But like, but, there's, there's bad. Was, I mean, but like, it, it's not it was... a bad. I wouldn't be like, oh, so, like, Revenge of the Fallen is fucking bad.
1: Sure. Yeah. Apocalypse I would, I would say is this. just.
2: It's uninteresting.
0: X3
1: is bad, bad. Yes. Apocalypse is disappointing bad. And because of that, I'd rather watch X3 because at least with that, I can just be like, God, look at this stupidity. Especially because
2: Versus... Apocalypse makes the joke about how third movies suck. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah,
1: you're in that joke. And then, uh, Dark yeah. Phoenix bugged me because it continues their timeline shenanigans where it takes place not that long before X-Men canonically. Seven, but nothing... oh, no, eight no- years. But nothing quite matches up. And then on top of that, it's just kind of boring. And I hate when you can clearly see the reshoots in a movie and you can clearly see that there is a second movie they filmed with these aliens that are not scrolls but are clearly scrolls that they just cl- like crammed into the movie. I think if they had done what it looked like they wanted to do, which is make a character piece about the people that do these adventures, I'm there for that movie. But they Every scene got with scared Michael Fassbender
2: regardless of who he was acting with was phenomenal. Like Fassbender really carried that movie. He was the most believable. I loved every scene. With, uh, the Sophie Turner scene with him where she shows up for help and then leaves. Uh, the scene with uh, uh, J-Law's boyfriend. Uh, uh, the guy from the zombie movie where he comes oh, back to Beast. With... Uh, Oh, uh... Beast.
1: Oh, uh... Beast, yeah.
2: The scenes with him and Fastbender were phenomenal. Fastbender for Bond, by the way. Fastbender yeah, just. I just rewatched that uh, entire movie. Glorious
0: Bastards, and he—that's probably like one of my favorite scenes—is the one that he's in.
1: Hey, that terrible Assassin's Creed movie? I'll watch it because Fastbender's. Oh, yeah, in I it. I
0: forgot he was in that.
2: I've never seen that, but
1: what, what did you say?
0: I was watching Glorious Bastards, and I, the the pub scene with him is one of my favorite parts of that movie. Yeah, drei Glaser.
2: Oh, I'm. Oh, wow! Three hours later. Ah.
1: But uh but yeah to get to get back to what you said about like the movies are made for for mass c- yes. crowds. Yes, oh, get... Well, I've
2: been wanting to attack you for this since I started listening to your show and nice. I so mean all do respect.
1: Oh, I know. No, no, no. And I agree okay, with yeah. you on that. And that's the thing is like and I I would say that up until Marvel started making movies, I agreed with you 100%. Like I dislike the Batman movies more since Marvel started doing it only because I'm looking at going like, "Hey, check it out. You don't have to be embarrassed by the subject matter." And I don't think Christopher Nolan was, again, like, I, I'm still saying, like, I, I love, I adore uh, Batman Begins in the Dark Knight. I think those two movies together are damn near perfect. And it's not my favorite version of Batman, but it is a goddamn good version of a Batman. Um, and I mean, everything about those, Heath Ledger's Joker, the, my only actual real issue with those movies is that, like, I hate when Batman kills, but that's my nerdy stuff. I can let that go. The actual issue I have is they just do the typical thing that I hate in all comic book movies up until recently where you have to kill the villain and I'm like no the villains are good you got to bring them back. Batman and kills nobody. Batman doesn't kill people but he, he definitely <laughs> I don't have to kill you. But, but that's I don't have that, to save but, you but also either. like a that's really why great you, Pete get
2: one, hey, you get one of the greatest kill lines in a fucking movie ever. But there's also
1: a really great Pete Holmes sketch that I adore where he comes in there and he's all like, I didn't kill him, he's just sleeping. And that's... <laughs> I can suspend disbelief. I don't care about that. It's not Batman using guns on the front of his Batmobile shooting people. Like the games. Yeah, yeah we're good uh, with first that. First
2: of all, BVS... I don't believe in guilty pleasures because guilty pleasures means I give a fuck what other people think about what it makes me happy. That's what i was saying. BVS is a terrible piece of shit that I could watch over and over and over. It's and like a fever dream. I can't do over. it. Over. Yeah. Oh, do it. It's just so fucking watchable. No, it like, and, literally and, gives me like but a But not head, like, like the, like the rumor cold, Miami cold. Connection where we started. It's more like you just did that, didn't you? I wanna see where you're gonna go with this, please. And this is pre-Wonder Woman, which is the most overrated superhero movie of all time. It's got two great scenes, the rest of that movie is I think it was a good
0: half, and then like the end half was just where it starts.
1: Oh, you mean the part where you can tell where Steve Warner Brothers showed up and said, You gotta have a blue glowy thing and you gotta have this thing attack, and you yeah, gotta have CG more. How
2: about CG. the fact that like her super fucking power is that, oh, if I recall what happened, then I can hear what you're saying
1: um what
2: a stupid fucking choice <laughs> Anywho, but uh
1: but no so but that that's where i get mad at that where i look at it and i, I get mad at any comic book movie that is embarrassed by what it's adapting look at deadpool i
3: love deadpool deadpool is a prime example of embracing population
1: comic book readers it's gonna appease both and the crazy thing Great is i it. actually very much dislike the deadpool comics i really i'm just i'm not a fan i don't judge people for liking them like I, i'm happy people love it but it's never been for me. And then I watched the movie and went like, holy shit, I think I love Deadpool now. Mm-hmm. Because you, they embraced what it was. A couple of X-Men movies embraced what they were. Logan is a goddamn masterpiece best. of a movie. Oh, fuck. Oh, How do we talk
2: about X-Men movies and not mention Logan? I, 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 is that... I, would, I
1: would fight somebody who tried to tell me Logan's not a good movie. It is the one of the best movies. And my, and my favorite thing about it is you could take superpowers out of it and make him... Logan's now a dude named Steve, and Charles is a guy named Pete who raised them. I'm Steve. Same Rudy, still great.
2: It's, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's got nothing to do with the super. That, I think what makes that uh, first of all it's film noir, and apparently there's a black and white version, which I, I was going to ask, lead. has anyone watched in- the black and white version?
1: Incredible, is it incredible? Dupe? How is it? Is it so it's like Citizen Kane in black and white, right? I I think it. I think in black and white, it just. You feel the tone of that movie, like from the second it starts, you're just like oh man. I
2: hurt myself today. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, first of all, that Johnny Cash cover sucks ass. The the scene where she slaps him in the car, his reaction is genuine because every time they tried to shoot it, like Hugh Jackman would tell the little girl, like no, slap me like you mean it, slap it like you mean it, keep doing it, and she kept holding back because she didn't like they were friends and they got along, and she was young and didn't understand. So when she finally starts slapping him and being an asshole to him in the truck, like his reaction of stop it, alright, that's just genuinely real. <laughs> so for that to end up in just such a such a beautiful story just about humanity in general. Everybody knows the second that she just turns the crossover and makes the X, your allergy started up. No, I cried your like a baby. I started leaking. But <laughs> you were fine up until that moment, but then she just so yeah, imagine
1: he, a imagine a world where that was the last Fox X Men movie. Imagine that world where we walk out. Oh, of there I'm, and go I'm like, with wow, you. I'm with you. Wow, I've got that. I've got you this guys app. It.
2: I pay twenty bucks a month or twenty two bucks a month, where I can see three movies a week, reserved seating, and when there's special things, if they don't think it's going to do well, it's not excluded from it. So I got my coin that I sold on eBay and made a few bucks from that. So I saw Dark Phoenix because of that. I It was free. It was 6 p.m. on a Thursday. Let's fucking do it. Still cost you time. I had I had nothing to do that night. And I did not hate it because, A, it was free, so I spent no money. I didn't do 40X, which I think would have ruined that movie.
1: It, it definitely didn't help it. Because Especially it, uh... how
2: um, everybody in this room has seen this movie. Spoiler alert, somebody in that movie gets washed. And that scene was also in the trailer, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Yep. So she gets washed backwards. How do you wash something backwards? Dirty it. No, throw it on the spear. <laughs> uh, no. Oh, too th- soon. No, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, no. Uh,
1: that that movie. Um, I see. The thing is, too, like I don't, I don't hate Dark Phoenix. I just nothing it. I, I will literally. Never, You're indifferent. Like, I, really, I think about it when people say it, and I'm like, oh yeah, that was a thing I did. And I'll never actively watch it again. Like, it's just it's just one of those movies where I watched it and I walked out and I was like, oh, that happened. Also, I remember I, a week later, be, my. Uh, go on. Oh, go well, I was going to say the 40X for it was not great. It was actually. So it called out how boring the movie was because all of a sudden when the seats weren't moving or doing something, I'm like, oh, there's a lot of dead time in this. And then the, the actual thing that killed it for me, and it's not the movie's fault, it was in 3D and 40X. And it was the worst three D I've ever seen. It looked like watching through a Viewmaster, and by the end of that movie, the the way it made your eyes move was painful. Like I left that movie actually like with a headache and in pain because of the glasses. I Which again, love not the movie. I love you masters too, but don't watch one for nearly three hours.
2: Okay. Good, Turns good out time.
1: after like an hour and a half, you're going, man, I think I'm getting a headache. Cause this is making my eyes cross
2: my black hole. Remember the black hole that, that view master yep. for the black hole for me. It was like the greatest thing ever. Cause that's how I got to, you know, I would listen to those speaking, sp- not speaking spell, but those like those read along records. Wow. Uh, with the view. What? Alex, you said you cried to boogie nights. I agree. Oh wait, no, yeah. that wasn't the movie that made you cry. <laughs> I yeah, cried no. to
1: Mulan and Endgame. I cried to the sequel to Mulan, Mulan Rouge. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: Come
2: watch me.
0: Oh, uh, I was gonna say real quick, I started watching Carnival Row. It's okay, it's not great yet. Oh.
1: Have any of you guys started watching The Dark Crystal? No, yes, I, instead I actually I... watched it this morning. Oh my god. Like I need I'm, to know one thing. Episode. Yes, same go.
2: music, same score.
1: Very similar, da, 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 da. Be- dude. They get true this. And I, I hate that movie. I know, it's made, movie. By, I know I it's made by Jim Henson Productions, so obviously they no, care hot. about it. Um. Oh my God, man! If, if anybody, listen, if you liked the Dark Crystal, or if you ever saw a screenshot, anything about Dark Crystal, and you said like, "Hey, what's that about?" You don't have to watch the movie. As a matter of fact, don't watch the movie. Watch the series.
2: Fuck that movie.
1: Go on. <laughs> uh, watch the series. It takes place way before the movies do uh and i think if you watch the movies after the series it'll make the movie even more heartbreaking um but oh my god man it it i went to watch it the other day i was bored i had time i was like i'll watch an episode of this and then four and a half hours later i was going to bed three hours whoa later. Whoa, whoa so is that the sequel
2: podcast is four and a half, yeah, hours, and hours, half later? hours later because i heard that about <laughs> it's, it's uh, really the after show well. yeah it's the it, after
0: show where we reviewed the episode that we just four
2: recorded. and a half Hours later, motherfucker. First I of all, it. The Dark Crystal need... is a shitty movie. Number need one, number eagles two, is
1: flying across. <laughs> no, and that's thing. Dark bow, Crystal bow. is bow, Dark bow, bow. Crystal is one of those movies that I think my my I don't think I know. My memories of it are better than the movie is. I, I saw remember... it
2: last year. I could have seen the it's... last showing of The Last Jedi at the theater, but I was like, Dark Crystal. Last time I tried watching it, eh, I wasn't I wasn't really digging it that much. But maybe it was my mindset. So I went in there going. Fucking Dark Crystal on the big screen. Here we go. The score is still gorgeous and perfect as always. Eh, some the of mo- the visuals. It's, um, it's, oh, when when the the old ones are walking towards. Yes. Beautiful scenery. And that that's the thing. It's I think the the Dark Crystal
1: is a beautiful looking movie with an amazing score that is yeah. painfully boring, and made by people that shouldn't be making a movie. But the sequel series, prequel, prequel series, series, is clearly made by better filmmakers um the even though it's still puppetry whatever advances they've made that made it look a little bit more fluid is amazing it's almost uncanny valley creepy at times the way things move uh their use of cg to like augment the puppetry is incredible and then the fact that the story because it gives it time to breathe so in the dark crystal movie you're just like getting hit with like What's Mithra? What's this? What's this? Jesus, you're throwing crazy mythology at me, but not explaining any of it. And that's what this series is. It's explaining things. Um, it's really chapter two watching. as well. Go yeah. on. <laughs> but I, I, honestly, I'd say I'd recommend, like, try watching it. Uh, It's really good. And the way I described it to a couple people is it's, it's I swear to God, if I found out this was somebody's D&D campaign, <laughs> that when they were done, they went like, you know what? We could make something of this. I'd believe it because it feels like everybody's played D&D has that one epic campaign they remember. Where it was like they feel like they were in the best fantasy anything since Lord of the Rings. Watching this feels like somebody dictated out their campaign down to like the party gathering. It follows d d tropes. It's, it's because it's on Netflix. It all got dropped at once. I feel like we all heard about it for a day and now it's gone. Like, watch it. Don't sleep on it. Try watching. If you like fantasy at all, like, I think you'll at least find something to enjoy in it. It's so fun, and I like the development
3: of the characters, and I think that's what I was missing. Oh, especially it's from so, my childhood. I gotta so go back. It's so goddamn
1: dark. It's so dark, it, too. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I kind of watched a little bit of episode two. I wanted to stop at episode one, because I gotta come here. But <laughs> it was so good. I really enjoyed episode one. And, yeah, I'm now even more for you know, looking forward to... Watching the other episodes. Well, Carnival
0: and Rose boring, so I'm going to start watching The Dark Crystal ten now. episodes, <laughs> and they're an
3: hour each, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, a lot.
3: Where'd you get that from? <laughs> you played an intro earlier. I
1: thought it was just his mouth.
3: <laughs> yeah, On a Kazoo. Oh.
1: On a Kazoo is going to be my next character name if I ever play D&D again. <laughs> on a, on a kazoo. I'm, I'm going to do kazoo. your
2: theme song with all kazoos. <laughs> oh, my God. You should. I all right, got nothing to do for the next half hour so uh, I'm going to get baked. Send me that wave. Um yeah. we're going to go ahead Send and get out of here. Where can we find you on the internet? Are you all gonna right. the south? So <laughs> no no you're going to uh are we ah, shit. I'm sean from what does it matter? I'm not showing that did your score, right? You're both. Yeah, you do Fuck, all of it. I'm not. <laughs> no, you know what? I am. I am. All right. Uh
1: Wait, are you embarrassed okay. by our theme music? Is that why you don't? No, want to it's it? just
2: work-wise, like because of what this flashlight paid me to jerk off.
1: <laughs> Wait, though, for real, though, like, how do you get that job? <laughs> the flashlight job. That's the next. That's gonna be the first Patreon exclusive episode.
2: Uh, wow. You can find me at WGIMpodcast.com. Thanks to my good listeners. And of course, if you're listening to this, you must, you must, you must, you must leave a five-star review on iTunes for three hours later, because you heard me on three hours later, but not just because of that, but it was more of a conversation between Mike and myself, with a chime in from Matt every now and then, Alex, it was really great talking with you, (laughs) but I thank you for the mail, Yeah. I'm going to put that sticker on my guitar case now, take a picture, and send it to you. Folks, three hours later dot whatever the fuck it is, five star reviews on iTunes, and that's where you find me, is this episode of Three Hours Later.
1: Well, I just Thank went ahead Sean. and I'm buying the URL, three hours later dot whatever the fuck it is <laughs> dot com.
2: Do it.
0: Oh Mike, can you leave us a five star review, please?
1: I've already done it. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Right. I mean, actually, right, I, Alex, I, Alex, I, was, right, I just haven't
1: you
3: know. yet because I haven't gotten around to it. To I was the two honest. star
0: yeah. on the
2: computer. Yeah, Mike's
3: the the two star. So thing. whoever left a two star went back and gave us a one star.
0: <laughs> they must have listened to episode two. Thank you for the <laughs> listens. <laughs> That's a one star review by Sean. Uh, all right, Sean, thanks for being on. That's what been three hours later. Follow happened? us on what Instagram, Twitter. I don't know the address.
3: You don't know? Nope. Nope. Three H R S. Underscore later for Twitter or 3HRS later with no underscore on Facebook and Instagram.
0: And follow us on or join our group. The group's pretty fun.
3: It's super secret and it's a club.
0: Just search three hours later at super secret group or club or whatever. All right.
3: Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.
2: Why? What the fuck just happened? Why did the. What the fuck am I even doing here? I'm supposed to be at work. <laughs> Three hours later.